You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. I am in addiction recovery, and I have another one of our favorite guests back again. She is our NLP master practitioner, extraordinary NLP trainer. Her and I co-trained together. She has spoken on as many stages as you possibly could ask. She has literally graduated hundreds of people from her NLP Academy. You're absolutely fantastic to have on the show. You remember her from, I think, episode 172 or 177. But without any further ado, let's welcome back Aubrey Paul. Thank you, Jesse. I'm super stoked to be back here today. And thank you for listening to this podcast right now. We've got some awesome content to bring to you and some very exciting news about our upcoming NLP Academy. Yes, we do. And let's, we're not even going to beat around the bush on that because one of the primary reasons why we love having you come on here is to talk NLP because people hear me talk about it for 200 and some episodes, but to have somebody else come on who's actually done this stuff, who didn't necessarily have addiction uh, to alcohol and drugs in her past, but certainly had her own challenges that she's been able to overcome. And by she, I mean you. We are doing our next NLP class at the end of April. April 29th is when we launch it. And it's amazing 12 weeks of awesomeness. Uh, just so people understand a little bit more about the NLP class that we're doing the from the NLP Academy you and I do, just drop us some information on that, that they probably would love to hear from a different voice. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. So NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is the way that we're framing our words and in our brain and how we're interpreting our reality, aka it's not really what happens to you. It's what happens through you. And you are in control. You are in the mindset and you are the one behind the driver's wheel of understanding what goes on in your mind. So we bring it all out to you with a 12-week online NLP Academy. So we start with this big immersive day of exploring the inner realm. And then for 12 weeks, we drip the content of what it's like to be experiencing yourself. You know, what traumas are you moving through? What ways have you been intaking the experience of your life and interpreting it? And you can think of the ways that you were raised, the, the family dilemmas that you went through, the friendship the friendship problems that you had or the friendship experiences that you had or the ways that you led yourself down to these limiting beliefs. And it can go all the way to addictions. You know, I I didn't have a drug or alcohol addiction. I had an addiction to food. I was anorexic. I had all these issues with my mind. And through this methodology of neuro-linguistic programming and thinking about the way we think, you can really move through a high level of self-therapy that maybe you haven't considered before. And this is what Jesse and I do as NLP master trainers is we really want to cater to a space where you get to move through it in a way where you feel empowered, you feel capable, you feel competent, and you feel excited to be a part of this life that is ever growing and ever blissful. And we're so excited to, to bring even more to it. So yeah, 12 week Academy starts April 29th. I think one of the coolest things is some people are going to hear this, you know, well down the path and they're going to be like, I missed April 29th. Know that we do this twice a year at least. And that one of the coolest things about what we do, unlike 
let's just say if you were to do something online that was just a bunch of videos and whatnot where you learn something and then you, you do with it as you please, we actually will teach people this neurolinguistic programming. We teach what we, you and I have become master trainers of, and then they break off and go to go with another one of the students in the class and actually do one of these strategies or you know the demonstration with one another. So it's not only that you're learning this, but you're actually healing yourself all along the way. And I think that's one of the fantastic things about what we do is that the people learn it and then they actually get to actionably do it. Speak to that and the power you've seen. And you've done a lot of these live as well, that people come in thinking, okay, I'm going to learn some cool stuff. They leave literally as a completely different person, more empowered, more self-assured and more confident about the direction they're going in life. Oh yeah. I love that. Cause it's not just about learning. It's not just about Jesse and I standing there and lecturing at you and being like, this is the way the world works. It's, it's about you getting the material and then it's like a recipe, right? If you were to just look at a recipe, you wouldn't really know how the food tastes. And if someone else made the recipe for you, you would be like, oh, this food tastes good. But when you're making your own cooking, mm, that is a different ball game. So we show you the recipe. We teach you how to cook it. And you also cook the food yourself. Now turn that into what we actually mean with NLP words. It means that we go over the topics of neurolinguistic programming, things like emotional anchors, language patterns, presuppositions, timeline, how you configure your past, present, and future experiences. And then we go into techniques, whether they're script-based or, you know, you're just having a conversation with somebody. So you are not only a client, you're also a practitioner and you're, you're at the same time learning the techniques, you're doing the techniques, which is helping you transform in more ways than one, in more ways than we could even say it's kind of in the quantum realm, you know, you're really learning the diversity of how you are thinking. And that's what's important because how we think is how we live. And if you are living in a way that you don't feel good about, or you don't feel completely aligned with, well, let's get in there. Let's see how you're thinking. Let's change the way that you're thinking. If that's what's needed for you to thrive and survive and live to be happy. I love the way you frame this because it makes me remember one of the people from, he was a listener. He still is obviously a listener of the podcast. He came in to do our class. And so one of the things we teach uh, is this technique called mapping across where you can take something that you really enjoy to eat, but perhaps it's, it's giving you adverse effects and we make it look like something else in your mind so that you feel less compulsive towards this. And his was these Dunkin' Donut coffees that were like, 700 calories a pop. And I know you know who I'm talking about. You can picture him in your head right now as he talked about this. And he's just compulsive. Had to have one of these every single day on the way to work. We mapped it across simply by making this Dunkin' Donuts coffee look like a food item that he was not, has compulsed to eat. And next thing, by the time we came back next week, he's like, you know what? I couldn't believe it. Not only did it work, but I haven't had a Dunkin' Donuts coffee the entire week simply by doing this five-minute NLP strategy. I love that. And that points to the idea that NLP used to be called and still is called magic. It's so much more than that. I mean, you can think of the woo-woo like, oh, it's magic. Poof. You just think of it differently. And it's really that he understood the way he was thinking about the Dunkin' Donuts coffee and changed the way his mind reacted to it and responded to it. So that huge, intense craving that he couldn't take control of, he realized that he could take control of it. He could take care of it and then move past it in a way where now he doesn't even think about it. It's beautiful. 
It is beautiful. It makes me think of uh, one. So we teach 14 laws of success, that if you embrace these 14 laws as your way of life, that life will obviously be successful. Like there's a, a methodology to it. And one of them, the eighth one on the list actually, is you are in charge of your mind and therefore your results. And I am in charge of my own mind and therefore my own results. And I think this speaks directly to that, right? Like just understanding how the mind was internalizing a Dunkin' Donuts coffee, shifting it to experience it in a different way, could take something that was a compulsive habit for months and months and months of his life and make it something where he just drove by and was like, yeah, I think today I'm good on the coffee. Yeah, sometimes I think we could get caught up in thinking that we are powerless or not in control of some of the, the things we're dealing with, whether it's coffee, you know? But when we can really realize that we're in charge of our mind and hone in on that and really own it and embody it, things change in our lives where we realize that we're not at effect of all the things that are outside of us. We are at cause for how we're interpreting it, how we're responding to it. And then from there, you really find this new grounding in the way that you're standing in the world because you have more control than you could ever imagine. And you have more power than you could ever imagine in your mind. Once you wrap around this idea that you are in charge of your mind and therefore results and whoo, what a relief, yeah. what a relief that we don't have to be out of effect for the people or the other, the situations in our life to bring us to where we need to be, that we know that we can bring ourselves to where we need to be I with heard a little help from some yes. friends and trainers <laughs> and community, like reach out and ultimately it comes back to you. And I think that's the part of that of taking action and saying, you know what, I'm hearing a lot of my own self in the way we're talking right now. How can I step into this? And it, it makes me think of, so the last two episodes have been about automatic negative thoughts, ants, and positive self-talk. And I got a hold of the positive self-talk app and there's one on there, self-esteem. And he said the most powerful thing this morning that really I took it in. It was, if I can not affect it or direct it, then I accept it. And I think it really, right? Like I get shivers hearing that. If I cannot affect it or direct it, then I accept it. And it's going to have its own episode next week. The idea that I'm in control of my mind, therefore my results. And if I don't see something on TV that I can immediately affect or direct. And sometimes that's just shifting my own thoughts about it or turning it off. That's about the most affected and direct I have when it comes to politicians. My opportunity to direct and affect them was a couple of Novembers ago. Now it's just watching it on TV, hoping they don't drive us into the ocean. That's this idea of being in charge of your mind and therefore your results. Like understanding that personal responsibility says complaining, blaming, and making excuses are not empowering. They're disempowering. How is it we go about I mean, you've heard me say a bunch of stuff. What is it? And I feel like I'm just dripping with NLP. How did you just experience what I said? I experienced what you said by really integrating even more of the idea that you can accept what is, but you don't need to accept all the time, like what is happening within you if it doesn't feel good. You know, recognizing that, yeah, there's a lot of stuff outside of you that you can't control. And so ultimately accept it but you can affect it by recognizing sometimes we are affected by things unconsciously and we just go around our day and we're aggravated by something that happened in the morning, not really recognizing it. And then we're projecting anger onto our partner later when it was something way in the morning. And so these, these after effects of some of our situations in life are things that we might be unconscious of. And, and if you can't, what was it? If you can't direct it or affect it, accept it. Yes, that works. Oh, I love that. Yeah, right? so re-acknowledging that, like if you cannot 
if you literally cannot change the the happenings of what's happening, you know that you can accept it and then you can accept it internally and, and notice the shifts that's happening within you and just make sure that you're on a good baseline for yourself and that you are being out of fact of your own self too and your own thoughts. You are highly affected by your own thoughts. Highly affected by your own thoughts. The listeners will recognize this quote and it's that... Um, just because I listen to somebody else's opinion doesn't mean I condone it. And I can listen to somebody talk about a lot of different subjects and I may not agree with them. My opinions can, and belief system can be wildly different. It doesn't mean I condone it by giving them space to communicate with me. And I think I want to com- to combine this idea of if I can neither affect it nor direct it, accept it. I don't have to necessarily accept like, okay, this is what those people are doing. It's not that I'm condoning their actions as much as I'm internally saying to myself, I cannot do anything actively about this right now. Why am I going to let myself be eaten up by stress and anxiety and overwhelm and negative self-talk? Just it, That is what it is. What can I do right now in my present moment to just shift my own thinking so that my day isn't blown up by this? Yes, we call those creating personal boundaries. <laughs> what is in your bubble that you need? And I have my friends and I kind of, we do this snappy thing. We're like, Mm-mm, not in my bubble, not right now, not in my bubble. And we have this ability that when you do need to create that personal boundary and separation for your own emotional safety and comfort and for your own emotional stability, know that you can create that and just have respect for other people living their life because they're, oh, we're going into the other presuppositions. They're doing the best they can with what they have available. (laughs) You know, you, you led into it. So let's just let that segue be organic that Number five on the 14 laws of success list is everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have available at the time. When you hear that, and I know, I mean, I've talked about this in, in, in ad finitum. I can't remember how to pronounce that word. I've talked about it a lot. And my listeners know I've said, look, everybody's doing the best they can with the resources they have. When you say it, when you internalize that law of success, what's that mean to you? Hmm. To a certain degree, a high level of self-forgiveness for things that I've done in my past that as I look back at it now, who I am, sometimes I'm like, fuck, I don't know why I was doing those things (laughs) that was harmful to me. That was hurtful to me. And I know your listeners relate to this because of some behaviors that we've done in the past. Just know that every thing that you were doing was and it had some kind of positive intention. You were doing the best that you could with the resources you had available at the time. And everyone's doing the best they can with the resources they have available at the time. Now, granted, as you get more expanded in your awareness, as you get more you know, enlightened towards what's best for you, your resources are going to change. But at the time, even in your lowest lows, the activities that you were doing were the things that you knew how to do to survive to find safety, to find security, to find escape, to feel good, whatever that is. So I I think a lot of that presupposition for me comes with the idea that I don't ever need to regret anything that I did because at one point it was exactly what I needed to do. And that's why I did it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I survived. And that's why people do it. And when you gain more resources, which is more awareness, more knowledge, more insight, your behavior will change. You'll start doing things that are better for you because you're recognizing that you want greater health in your physical body. You want greater mental health. So you'll adapt yourself to what's better for you with newer resources and know that at every point in your life, you were doing the best you could. And that's really important. 
it's so important. It makes me think of the other something else just popped into my mind that um, all behaviors have a positive intent. And I get for, you know, and I hear, I mean, like I hear a collective, sure, what, Jesse, from the audience, because yeah, I get it. 22 years of blacking myself out, being a complete dick sometimes, uh, d- destroying my body and my life in many different ways. But there was a positive intent at the time. It was to mute my emotions, not deal with my mother's death, not deal with, you know, the abuse as a child, to not deal with the lack of feeling loved and belonging and all that other stuff, right? You and I have discussed our family histories, and there's a lot of parallels as far as like feeling like a strange man in a strange land in our own homes. But at the time, it was it, it was a positive intent. Now we're sober. Now we're in addiction recovery, and we're seeking to shift who we are. But if we don't go back inside and really heal up a lot of that stuff, the unconscious mind's going to still be using all that past trauma and suffering and those positive intentions that led us down you know, the poisonous path. It's still going to be using those as our drivers. You have really been able to help your clients and people. We've taught this NLP stuff to, to really step into it. I say NLP stuff like it's just casual. This literally changed my entire sobriety and recovery. I discovered it month three and I was like, this is it. This is the stuff I need to know. How have you seen it shifting you and embracing what we've just talked about into your life and then also teaching it to other people? Oh, it's changed everything. It will only change everything. And in the best way, it took me from the darkness into the light. And and from an outsider's perspective, I was a highly academic, highly successful, athletic, young female. From the outside, from the inside, I was almost suicidal, full of self-hatred, was doing a lot of behaviors like binge eating and then over-exercising that were just really harmful for me. And what I really learned through NLP and just finding the serendipity of going to an NLP seminar, oh, like this is all me. This is on me. And that's the universal sense of existential, you know, dread, if you will, that we're all alone. And so what are you doing in this moment or what are you doing today or what are you doing now to help yourself, to help you find fulfillment and to help you thrive in your life? And that's, I feel what brings a lot of people towards NLP is because they just know that something's not right with the way that they're thinking about certain things. You know, something just feels like it could be better, doesn't it? Like something feels like you could have even more, I don't know if the word is competence or skill, or you can change something about the way that you're doing things to feel even better. And that's what really comes to NLP. A lot of people are like, I don't know exactly what I need because I don't know how to word it. And then you come to NLP and you learn all about these different words and you learn about how your words are creating your world. And so you start shifting your words and then your whole world changes. And the effects of taking an NLP course lead you on a very amazing foundation of knowing the power of your word, knowing the power of your thoughts, knowing how your thoughts have already been programmed from your past and how you can reprogram yourself to change your future. Oh, all of that. And the effects that have led me, I've entirely changed up my life. I don't have the mental darkness that I used to. I don't have the mental illness that I used to because of these techniques that we teach. So many amazing things you just said right there. One, I absolutely have to bring up, and again, listeners who are familiar with the show will have heard this before, that trauma 
is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal. And for those of y'all who are hearing the way Aubrey just described in LP, this is what we're talking about. When people are like, uh, I'm just supposed to go in and fix it all up and just see it from a different perspective. And all of a sudden I'm supposed to have empathy for my dad who smacked me around or my mom who drank too much. And it's like, yeah, because some shit was going down in their lives too. Like nobody wakes up saying, boy, I really hope I make everybody's life in this house a miserable fucking day, right? Like it might be their their pattern of behavior, but it's not really what they're wanting to do. They think there's a positive intent. They feel a positive intent by their behavior and they continue to do it. This whole idea of your trauma is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal. Not While not being a law of success for NLP, it's certainly one you and I have taken on for why we're so in-depth into our NLP. Yeah, it's a very trauma-informed course and recognizing our traumas that we've experienced while honoring the emotion that they brought up into our life. This isn't some woo-woo positivity seminar where you're just like, oh yeah, just reframe it to having a happy childhood. It's reconsidering the ways that you have been considering your life and, and your past and what the traumas mean. Ultimately, it's about putting your foot down and saying, I will no longer let this trauma cause me pain. I will now shift it into something where I honor the pain that I've been through because you have been through some deep pain. And now that you're living your life right now, how can you make it even better to where you feel good, no matter what you've been through? You know, it's the personal response ability, the way that you're responding to your life right now and your ability to do so. And that's what helps having a container with a community too, because we're here to hold space for you to discuss, you know, if you want to discuss your traumas or if you want to be less specific and just say you've been through some shit, we are mm-hmm. here to to hold that supportive container and help you move through it because go ahead and talk to your dad that beat you up. That's probably not going to work as much. Your dad's just like doing whatever your dad did, but the way that you're expressing and being vulnerable with a group now is going to really help you shape how you move forward. You got me thinking about number 12 on our 14 laws of success about the meaning of communication is the response you get, the way you talk to yourself, the way you talk to others. I don't think we've ever made it through a class. And then I won't use a universal quantifier. And by the way, my listeners know what I mean when I say that, but I won't use a universal quantifier. Like we've never made it through a class without somebody crying. But I definitely say a good three-fourths of our classes, somebody tears up because they got inside their own mind. They healed up some major trauma, some major sufferings, and they were like, oh my goodness, I just feel like a 4,000-pound elephant set up off my chest and I can breathe again. Mm, Yes. Yeah, I'd say that happens 99.999% of the time. There (laughs) is one to two to every person that really feels this weight that's lifted off of them. This burden from the past is now shifted because of the way that you've either expressed it, honored it, and transitioned it into something that's better for you. I get teary-eyed teaching this material because I'm going through and I'm doing my metaphors and I'm teaching my stories. And like, we, we touch on our own. We talk about the things that NLP has helped us heal. And again, we're humans. There's, there's emotion behind us. And it's like, we're not like, ah, you know, Tammy Faye Baker from the eighties weeping, but we get a little choked up doing this stuff because we know how impactful it's been for us. We know the change that's ahead for those who take this, this academy that take on this material and really embrace it. We know the future that's ahead for them and it is bright and it is beautiful. 
Oh, I love hearing some of the testimonials that we experience with our students because it's something along the lines of, I didn't really know what to expect. And this was more than I could have imagined. And I now am walking away with this, with so many resources and tools and techniques to not only help myself, but know how to help others, know what questions that I can ask people when they're going through a situation. You know, if you're one of those friends where people just come to you with their problems and you're just a natural empathetic person, you know, you, you will have tools and resources of what questions you can ask them to help do a little bit more of their own deeper soul searching and just communication in general, how you're able to communicate your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions to the outside world can help you formulate it and make sense of it and, and make things better. So much better. It, it makes me think. So we have an NLP tribe that we have that all the people who've ever taken NLP from us, as well as I have my own wise mind, empowerment and recovery tribe and multiples of those have either taken the class and a few are actually going to be in this one on April 29th that's starting up. It's really awesome to watch their growth as they've learned the NLP. One specifically had to step away from the tribe for a, a, a bit of bit of time because they were coming down off medically assisted treatment and they were just having some emotions. And you know, luckily keeping I was keeping communication when they were ready to respond, but it was really powerful to watch her say, I have a bubble. My bubble is me right now. I'm working on what I need to, to heal from. And then coming back and just like you can you can hear and see and feel that joy and elation she has as she weans herself off of these drugs and steps into this whole and mind you it was with doctor assisted care like they all knew she was doing this we didn't like nlp mat away from her she just it was time and she was ready to step into it knowing it was going to be two hardcore months of weaning off i was so blown away by the strength she had and i just remember back when she first showed up didn't even want to be on camera let alone talk and you know, here she is just being her best self being this strengthened version of her passing eight months, I believe recently, uh, it, the growth people have through this with their own personal journey leading the way it's, it's, I, I cannot speak enough about how I've seen this impact the tribe. No, oh, likewise, it's a catalyst and it's a pivotal point in all our growth and development. And especially people that have been through the ringer when it comes to the shit that we've done to ourselves, or, you know, we're just caught up on some dark, deep path it's really awesome, especially for your listeners and for your tribe and for my tribe too, to all recognize these techniques of NLP of being fully supportive for ourselves emotionally and physically and spiritually, and can reset ourselves from this point forward. And that's what we hear again and again. I love getting text messages from old students that say, wow, you know, two, two years ago, you know, I have clients from actually from 2020 that still text me and they're like, wow, I'm still using this stuff. Just FYI. Like, I just need you to know that the ripple is still here three years later. And I, I love text messages like that. I honor it. And I'm so grateful to be in this process of teaching it. I concur to get the a message from, you know, a client who's graduated from me and gone off and done great things that hit them like, man, just the other day I mapped across something and I was like, oh my God, I haven't heard from you in three years. I love that you're still utilizing the power because you've said this before in a class, people will be like, oh, you know, well, you know, I think we can, um, we can debunk NLP and all that stuff. And one of my favorite things you say is like NLP is all around us. It's how our five senses feed us information, filter it and process it, kick us back to this internal picture or movie. And along with our self-talk literally creates our reality. Yeah, 
I love it. I hardly actually, I mean, and I can tell you this, I'll knock on wood or whatever, but I have not received one critique of some student being like, I didn't get anything from this. I have yeah. not in all of the students I've graduated, I've never received someone saying this didn't work for me because of the way that we frame it, because of the way that we say it's, it's everything that's happening to you all of the time and really setting up a proper education so that people feel like they know they are at cause. They know that they are in control and they know that they can move forward in a way that's true to themselves. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, I think what NLP helps you do is come back to yourself. Yes. You feel like you lost yourself for a little bit. You just come back to yourself. Yeah. For me, it was like recreating myself because alcohol and drugs came in at 17. Here they are gone at 40. And I'm like, I don't even know who I am. Like, I know who I thought I was going to be, but now here I am. And I'm not really sure. And having the evolution community and having, I think that was really the key because I've looked, you can buy books, you can go get online courses and watch people's videos and fill out little workbooks that they send you and whatnot. I, in a million years, don't think that would ever be as powerful as having learned it in a room, actionably getting together in our little breakout pairs and doing these processes with one another, guiding each other through it. I think that's the power of what we do is not only do we really create this area where it's about healing through the trauma and the suffering you with your addiction to food, mine with alcohol and drugs. Like we know what it's like to be on that side of the fence. We frame it that way in order to help the healing even more so. Cause that's to us, the power that this has had. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. And I'm really excited to bring the course back on April 29th. We've already got a really amazing cohort. That's hopping in on it. Some students that are from my tribe, from your tribe, from wherever they have felt called to learn this information. And that's, what's really important because we can talk about it for hours and hours of how special it is and to really hone it in. You're going to feel it in your nervous system when it's time for you to know something like this, when it's time for you to know this, this wisdom and knowledge of your own reality, you'll feel it. I don't know what that feeling will be like, but you'll feel this calling towards learning it. And Jesse felt that on month three of sobriety. I felt that when I was 24, it was just that thing, that itch mm -hmm. where you're like, I think this can help me scratch this itch I've been having. It's, it, it was, I didn't even realize how deep the itch went. And for those of you out there who are listening, want more information, jessemogel.com slash ask me, just go there. There's an NLP training thing. Just click the button, simply give me your name. You will see the form. Uh, I'll say it a few more times before we're out of here, but Aubrey, we are going to get you out of here. I wanted this to be a tasty little episode, but not go too long. Let's say this microphone reaches every ear on this planet there. And I know I've asked you this question before. I ask everybody who comes on my show, this question, if you have this microphone, phone, which you do, that can reach every ear on the planet, what would you want them to know about the power of the mind to shift its experience, to heal suffering and trauma and really step into its highest sense of self? Mm. You got this. You really, really do. There might be some things hidden in the way of the ultimate answer. There might be a little brain fog. There might be a little fuzziness. But ultimately, you can do this and you really, really can. And I know that if you're listening to this right now, a part of you does believe that because you're continuing to listen to content like this and a part of you is responding to it. And if all you need is just a little bit of help to get there, to get to whatever it is that you want, you got this and we're here to support you too.
Yes, we are. jessemogul.com slash ask me. Click the little NLP button. Simply send over some information. I'll jump on a phone call with you. Let's talk about this stuff. We don't do episodes to just all willy-nilly say a bunch of stuff. This is nothing about my life has ever been the same. I it was a fluke that I pushed the little radio button the way that I did to hear to hear uh, my mentor's voice talking to me through the NPR station there. And, and it, I was literally in the parking lot of a 24-hour fitness right down the street from my house. I meant to hit one button. I hit another. And here's this guy, like within two seconds, he's like, and that's the power of NLP. And I was like, whoa, 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 NLP. I've been looking for somebody to teach me this since I got back from that seminar in Florida. Like, what's this guy doing? And uh, yeah, I mean, it changed. It, it has and will and all always change everything, having this information in my head. It's been a blessing having you on the show. Thank you so much for not just coming on the show and talking to everybody. That's still one of the most popular episodes that we've done here at From Sobriety Recovery was the one we had on you back in the 170s somewhere. So if y'all want to know more information, you're like, I need more Aubrey in my life. Go back to the 170s. Her name's in the title of the show. Aubrey, it's been a pleasure. Is there anything else you'd like to say on the way out? I want to just want to make sure you feel complete. I feel very complete. I just want to extra acknowledge you for everything that you've built and the information that you continue to bring to your tribe. And thank you for being a freaking amazing co-trainer with me and manifesting this dream that we have of teaching NLP and help people find even more of their own empowerment. I'm so grateful to walk this path with you and to work through my own issues of, you know, sobriety and recovery too. It is a blessing. Uh, I thank you. It was uh, dreams. I remember us having while we were taking master prac. We all sat around at lunch one day talking about where we thought this could be. What was your five-year plan for this? We passed our five-year plan last February was when we hit five years. Is that right? It was 2018. Yeah. We hit our five years. I would say mission accomplished. (laughs) mission check on that box. Yeah. And we're still, and we're still growing it. So I think that's the beautiful thing about life. There is no end game to this till I screech my tires into that coffin or, you know, that crematorium. I is a constant journey of self-discovery and I'm blessed to have you and all the listeners involved. Cause I know they, they have watched me grow over the last five years too, that I've been doing this show. So thank you so much again for everything you do, Aubrey. Amazing. Thank you. Take care. All right, my friends, that's the episode. If you want more information, jessemogul.com slash ask me. Click on the NLP button, drop me some information. I'd love to have you involved. At the very least, it's just a it's a no obligation phone call. Let's just chit chatty about it. If you love this show, then you already love NLP. Now let's bring it into your life so you can actually start to use it each and every day. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Every day is the best day of our lives because we wake up sober. Shout out to Sunshine. Glow on. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.